when you're on the come up and you're trying to push the envelope and push the boundaries and get out of the box a little bit they'll be like ah we don't fuck with you you know you don't do it for south africans you think you're foreign you think you're american you think you're british yeah 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 but when you go to uk and you make it then suddenly they want to come back and claim as well but you want with me shooting in the gym lead lead them into think that they're the ones rejecting you pretty much rejecting you yeah because even if you go and get a hun it's going to make them want you more they like things that are not for them no one cares and this is what i'm saying it's like this deconstructivism like we are questioning the validity of everything that is common sense very soon people will be calling out gravity saying gravity is a social construct when your woman can wear your shoes when your woman can wear your gloves like your hand sizes are similar when your woman is heavier than you Listen, Arsenal listen. fans need to kiss Wenger's ass and apologize. Yep. This is nothing but an ass anal. <laughs> Alright, we on. We live. Are uh, we on? Are uh, we on still? So yeah, bro. I've been thinking about this um as of late quite a bit, right? <clears throat> so, to preface this question, right? People always say that. In America, you know, it's American culture that drives everything. It's the Babylon or whore of Babylon, wada, 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 all this crazy stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, is it American culture or is it Black culture? Because if you deep it, right, it's not that Meg the Stallion and Cardi B are the most popular. They're just the it girls for now. And they are the loudest. But if you look at American culture, you look at like Taylor Swift, you look at Selena Gomez, you look at all these top Kelly Clarks and all these top pop stars that are making real money. They're really not on that type of time. But it's always the black hands, right? No, I'm not they... saying that I'm yeah, blaming yeah, yeah. black hands, but the industry almost pushes. Like black women have to be fetishized. Black dudes too. Like for us, it's like, oh, grind on me, got a big dick, all of that. And also women, it's big ass, big tits being a complete hole on the, on, the, on the record. And to me, I'm thinking, bro, why is it that you can't make some decent money just being an artist? We always got to do some theatrics on top of it versus that. So is it their fault or is it our fault for keep supporting it? It's because they're using the most popular culture in the world to push their stupidity or their propaganda. It's just that simple. Yes, sir. They're just going to use black people. So it's like whatever we considered fun or let's just say in america whatever black americans considered fun to them or things that they enjoyed they just said okay cool we'll plant our people in this and then they're going to perpetuate that because when you listen to people like selena gomez when selena gomez made the transition from disney to the pop star that she is today she has to show a little bit more skin no she didn't wild out like uh, miley cyrus or or britney or anyone but she showed a little bit more skin just to show that she's older when justin bieber also transition from like a child star to like a real pop star. Man's had to come, he had to go gym. He had to get his tats, you know what I'm saying? You know, get a fresh cut. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not necessarily a black thing. It's just that they want to, like, it's also this whole thing of over-sexualizing and yeah, it's just a lot. And I've gotten to a point where I've run out of conspiracy theories. my you know what i'm saying <laughs> Bro, i've run out of i don't want to put on it yeah like i don't want to put in the tinfoil hats or nothing but i'm just looking at all of this stuff and i'm like no man 
because okay you mentioned justin bieber we can even say ariana grande all of those people right we can say yeah to a certain extent yeah they're sexualized and so forth but they're not talking about hitting the dangling thing in my throat and sucking my ass and eating my pussy and all of that and that's the thing that a lot of female rappers be on and at one point i had a, a female ask me like one of my one of the mates I know, right? And she's like, oh, you're so misogynistic. Do you even listen to female rappers? I'm like, nah, I hate female rappers. And she's like, oh my gosh, how could you? And at the time, I was just pulling her feathers because you know how these feminist chicks get their knickers in a twist. But gotcha, bitch! I realized like probably two or three, like Lil Sims, uh, Rhapsody, uh, probably Missy Elliott, whatever. Okay, I can rock with them, but most female rappers is just this thing. I don't want to be out here rapping about pussy and taking dick and all of this and sucking dick because that's what their lyrics are about, and I don't resonate with that. You know what I'm saying? You see, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also on that because it's like, whenever I say someone like let's just say Summer Walker or Scissor had amazing R&B albums, amazing R&B albums, they were amazing, but I just can't relate. It's like, yes, I can realize, I can recognize that they can sing. I can rec- recognize that they're lyricists the artistry. and the artistry and they make good songs, but I can't relate one bit. I'll sing these songs randomly, but when it comes to, I just need some, I stop. Yeah, you, know what I'm <laughs> you can't be out here singing on top of your lungs. I just need some dick. Bruh, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I don't need some. You know, Jay, I just switch the, the girl to guy parts if I need to. But other than that, other than that nah. So if it comes to like How female, do you do that? How no, bro. Because if the I, syllables I, aren't the same. No, Pela Ho, bro. I twisted. I flip it, bro. It's like one of her songs. She's like, she says something about you make me. Um, she says something what? You yeah. you let me be a woman, and you let me be uh, um a flawed how woman. How am I gonna sing that? Right. How am I gonna say that? Bro? Yes. So she that? says, "You let me be a woman. You let me be a flawed woman." <laughs> I'm like, and then I say, "You let me be a nigger." I'm telling you, bro. I just jump in with nigger. You let me be I, a flawed nigger. I, That's what bro. I do, bro. I don't even allow it. I don't even allow it. Bro. I just leave it. I just leave it be. So I like Nicki Minaj as much as she's real and stuff like that. I've never rated her. Never rated Cardi. Never rated. Nah, but 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 Nicki rap raps. But but Nicki rap raps. She raps. No, no, dude. Like that's exactly what I'm saying. I can I can respect your skill level. I can respect your ability mm. to spit on the mic, but I cannot respect your ability to spit on a dick like you always talk about. <laughs> like, bro. So many times, right? Uh, so many. I remember Roger that, right? Remember how Roger that dropped like 10, 10 years, years ago. Years ago, right? Yeah. So yeah, about approximately. Man, that that track was tight. Was mm. so tight. That track was amazing. A tiger came in there, beat was, and then Nikki comes in, and I remember it. It took my youth and innocence away from me, and she's like, oh. She's she's doing a thing. I'm like popping my head. I'm like, yo, yo, Nikki's nice. And she comes in flow tighter than the dick in the butt. I'm like, ah. no, bruh. No, no, no. Let's let's go back to bedrock. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to bedrock. Everyone comes in with their verses. Oh, no. Okay, I get it. Let me wait. think. I guess it's my turn. Maybe it's time to Maybe put this pussy on the, the side first. Like, uh-huh. how am I oh, going to relate to that? Uh-huh. Bruh, I'm just like, okay. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Right, let's start the show, bro. bro. Mad ox, mad ox. But anyway, man, moving on to the real, to the real good stuff. 
to the real greatness. I'm too busy trying to sell your souls, but you're complaining about my lateness. Sure. Miss Lauren Hill came with that one. But anyway. I sh- that wasn't Miss Lauren Hill. That was El Boogie. Do you know El Boogie? Ah, boy. <laughs> but once again, speaking about Boogeyman, we are the savior of your souls, putting Boogeyman right under the bed where they belong. It's yours truly. Mr. Fear Bavaria, the bringer of truth, the chopper of gems. Let's get it. This is Wesley Sniper. Shoot him from a distance like Roberto Carlos. Oof. And this is the Let Me Mansplain podcast where everything. Everything. I mean, everything goes. Just as long as you can mansplain it. Let's go. <laughs> Man, that's so tough. You sound like Jesus, you sound so like you're eating an apple. Hum, hum. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no, man, bro, no, listen, that bro. Was tough, man. So was tough, but yo. Yeah, so I'm on I'm on this flight, right? Going to to my destination, right? You know where I went. I yeah, so man, you went to the city where it's Liddy. You know what I'm saying? So on the plane, I am just sitting there. And then I see this this tall white guy, bold white guy, walking with wearing orange from far. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just ignore it. I comes closer, comes closer, and he's sitting in front of me. You can see man's is wearing a whole I don't know what it's called, what the traditional attire is called, but that's what monks wear. You know what I'm saying? I actually saw a real oh, like life the monk. Hare Krishna joints. Yeah, the orange oh, like and the avatar. The yeah, airbender. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a monk. Look at, did he have the arrow on his head too? <laughs> nah, bro. I'm like, okay, a bald white guy, man's comes in sandals, and <clears throat> bro, we're going to a cold ass city here, and man's is like coming with his his robe or whatever you call his attire. I'm just like, okay, cool, Gandhi, they Wait, actually exist. hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up. Isn't Cape Town known as a windy city? Cape Town's very windy. It's cold as bitch. I don't know about windy, but it's cold as a bitch. Yeah, it's windy. This man was going to airbend in the temple. I'm telling uh, you. On the mountains. On Table Mountain. It's so windy out there. <laughs> Yo, bro. All right, what, oh, wait, 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 wait. A little conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. What if, what if, um, you know, in the Bible, they're like, you prepare the table before me. Right? No way. What no if way. that, what if that, what if that table was Table Mountain? <laughs> no way. No, that's stupid. <laughs> Cape of Good Hope, man. the mother city. Ha. Ha. No, man, you are you out of line. You're out of line. <laughs> the I'm last supper happened on Table Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're Yo. out of line. But yeah, no, VAR bro. needs to have a sound effect. No. Yeah. You need to have a VAR sound effect. That's out of line. Just no. Hey, but yeah, I'm just bro. saying. He, he, prepared, he prepared Table Mountain for them. But anyway. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm wondering, how the hell do you adopt your own ideologies or beliefs like in a country where everything is just left, right, and center? People's beliefs are not necessarily, or not left, right, and center, but everyone has like similar beliefs where in that it's either super tradi- traditional or it's Christianity or it's Hinduism or it's whatever. But then certain things that we only see on TV, like Buddhism and um, certain other religions and stuff we i didn't know would say like people like were really like monks monks like that like isn't that like don't they follow buddha or something 
yeah they do um buddhism so this is this is i also had this thought right people we look at reality from the experience of the time right so when something doesn't happen around our realm of reality or, or our realm of perception at a lot we start to think it doesn't really believe or it doesn't really happen or it doesn't really uh it's not really real or it doesn't occur that often so Cape Town is an international city so you're going to get people from abroad you're going to get people from all corners of the world and in Asia this thing is hot Buddhism mm. is hot like Christianity is the one that's down or Buddhism is the hot one so you know from I get from what you say like if I had to see a nigga in the whole orange robe I'd be taken aback a little bit but at the end of the day, man probably comes from somewhere that is in South Africa because I don't see many Buddhists around. I mean, I see the, the niggas with the Hare Krishna. You know that rebel ponytail, bro? Yeah. The rebel yeah. one. The man bun. Bald. Uh, bro, not even a man bun. It's like the man is fully bald, but he has a ponytail. Oh, yeah, yeah, Them yeah. yeah. Ones, I feel bro. that. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. You feel it? No, I'm saying I feel what you're saying. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> saying that like bro your hair you got nigger hair your nappy hair bro. Bro, you to do such a thing bro it has to relax it like drug but bro shit yo bro we're gonna come to that one we're gonna come to that one but, but yeah that's yeah so I, I see him and then i'm like okay cool so if the plane had to go down how would man swim in that robe thing or he just easily slip out of it and swim and then i thought to myself and here's my question to you what would you do or how would you act or react while the plane is going down? Man, I've lived a life of sin. I'm praying my ass out. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm going to die. I know I'm about to. I'm praying my ass out. And honestly, bro, I don't know who. Even if you're an atheist, bro, I know you ain't that tough for when the plane starts going down, you're going to hold your atheism in your lost moments, bro. Hang on, bro. Niggas are going to switch real quick. I'm praying my ass out. Like I am trying to look, I'm obviously you can do the whole thing. You put, you put the, the mask over your face, you brace for impact. But at the end of the day, you know, the jiggers up, man. I'm asking God for, to forgive me for all my offsides. Cause a man had a mad offsides. Man is moving like a Bamiang and that. <laughs> I want him to wipe him off. Just Jesus, please hit a young VA off for a nigga. So nigga <laughs> good. But yeah, that's that's all. That's about all I'm doing. What about you? What you on? Hey, bro, I'm not panicking at all. Like for me, it's like I feel as if death is inevitable. So it's like when your time comes, your time comes. And I'm not that I'm not that, I'm not that type of person to be like ah, it's in the divine plan, whatever. But sure. certain places, I feel as if like I'll know. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes I know that I'll get through something and all of this stuff, but there are just certain situations where I just know that nothing's going to happen. As much as people are scared and all that shit, because on the way back, there was something wrong with the plane. They had to fix it for 15 minutes. And I'm just sitting there like, there's nothing wrong. Like, well, they, they'll get it done. Let me just say there's nothing wrong. They'll get it done. It's not like it's going to, you know, hinder us or anything. We're just 15 minutes late. So it was what it was. And then I was like, nah. So for that's go down and follow protocols and everything, but I realized while I was on the plane, I did a crossword puzzle, a um, crossword. Uh, what's that? What's that? There was a crossword. Um, the one where you match the, it's called the, the words. crossword puzzle. I'm saying yes. I did the crossword and then the one where you match the words. Word search. There we go. Uh, word, so word search. All right. Word search and Sudoku, right? 
And then I figured that shit out in like, let's just say an hour because the Sudoku was like longer because it's numbers. And I'm like, you know, I can probably like survive a lot of situations because of my natural intelligence. A lot of situations. It's just that you have to sit and think. Not a plane going down. No, but I'm just saying, we'll see like, if, because like I've watched a video of like um, this guy, this guy or this guy taking a video of a plane or in a plane as it was going down, but then they landed it in the water then they all easily got out. It wasn't like, anything heavy and they were all calm in the plane so i'm like if everyone has to just keep their mind just had to calm down it's like we can even try if there's a plan that was given to us then we can try and all get out at some stage if not like you don't just give up and be like oh no i'm dying oh bro come on bro like you can you can only accept death right, if you I, see I, an I asteroid yeah you can only accept death if you see an asteroid coming towards earth bro that's when you're like i see what you're saying can't do shit about that i see what you're saying my thing is this right because this is the this is the delusion that a lot of people have. They believe that just because they're calm in their mind, that the external environment is going to reflect that back. Listen, there is a survey that asks um, that was given out to. Okay, I'm not going to give you the rundown of the survey or the research, but it asks a number of people how comfortable they are with fighting a certain animal. So it went from I feel like I could fight a rat all the way to I feel I could I could fight a lion and a bear. So many dudes are like, I could take a lion, I could take a bear. And in their minds, they're intellectual about it. They already have a strategy that I do A, B, and C. But in reality, that strategy, intellect, whatever they perceive flies out the window. It means dead as nothing because Mm -hmm. this is the world. This is not your mind. So when a plane is going down, look, it, it also... It depends on the plane itself. Like, how are you going down? Is one of the engines blown out? Mm. Is the capacitor gone? What is it? Like, are you uh, are mm. you flying? Are you gliding into the water? Are you nose diving? All of those types of things. What is the cabin pressure? Has the, the plane been torn apart before it even hits the ground? I think as much as we want to believe that we're calm and we'll go out like Rambo, first blood. No, dude, when the plane is, when a wing flies off, I don't care who you are. You could be Dalai Lama calm. You could be, bro, you, you're losing yours. You're losing yours. Everyone's losing theirs. So I think that's, that's, the, that's the delusion. We all think we would be able to hold our composure in our lost moments. But most times, nah. Now, I hear what you're saying. And this it's is like, unexpected. If your lost moment just, yeah, then you can hold it. But in that one where you see that, nigga, I'm going to die. And all the regrets come back. Because it's not like an instant one. It's like you start to think, oh, damn. I should have done this. Oh, damn, I should have done that. But yeah, man. But like I said, you just have to have a, if there's a plan that was given to us, but if everyone's just panicking, then it's like, I can't be like Rambo. Then now I'm going to try to save everyone. Now nah, I don't know how to do that. I'll try to save myself and whoever I'm with, or if I'm with, or around me, if I can come back I or agree whatever. With that. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree with that. I agree with that. I think when people panic, it makes the situation worse. Oh my if gosh. we have like a plan and we can hold our heads, yeah, we can. We can Good. survive. We can do things, but outside of that niggas we're not going nah we're not all gonna make it if we keep panicking bro and very lastly yes. yeah but very lastly yeah. about my trip so on the way Yo. back i was sitting next to this girl like youngish girl or whatever and she had her arm on the armrest i'm in the middle so i'm like all right okay cool she had her arm on the armrest joint? hell no she a joint though hell no she wasn't hell a joint no. hell no hell no hell no please i was quite the whole oh, way God. home for two hours i just had my earphones in <laughs> but anyway i was quiet so she had her arm on the armrest uh, by me and then homegirl basically had her her head on my chest bruh i was like the fuck is this i doing bruh 
First, she was looking at my phone while I'm listening to Kanye's what? album on the on the fucking plate. And then she just puts, like, she's damn near has what? her head on my shoulder. Her, like, damn near. I'm just like, what the? Put what in the your COVID? head on my, my shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I but yeah, Brad. I was like, uh, yeah, damn yeah. near on my damn shoulder. I'm just looking at the sun. I'm like, the fuck? What in the COVID? What the fuck is going on here? Hell no, bro. Bruh, it's like, how do you? Hey, okay, let me just. Oh uh, no, let me change this question because it's it's mad crazy. Let me let me just try and phrase this properly. Nah, go for it. Nah, nah, nah. nah I'm a... phrase it properly. Swing for the fences. Get flagrant. Get flagrant. Swing for the. Nah, fences. it's not even care. a flagrant question. Question. I just have to phrase Yo. it properly so that my English comes out right. How do oh, you the, tell your bundles are feeling low? Exactly. How do you tell a hun that is all over you that you don't want her? Ooh, Jesus. As a guy, all how right. do you do that? All right, still. All right, still. I think, no, I would say you let things die down, right? Because mm. it, okay, like, oh, this is such a good question because it depends. You can't let shit die down. In. Shit doesn't die down. Chicks will do what they want to do once they're the ones pursuing you. No, listen, this this is why I'm saying it depends on the environment. Because if you come out, like, if if I don't care, if she doesn't have the cachet to ruin my life, right, I can come out flat, right? like, sorry, I'm not interested. And then I'll give her the opportunity to feel like she rejected me. Because if you reject a hand flat out, she's going to hate you. She's going to Oh, get very my gosh. Angry. Oh, man. They get very angry. I know they, that. Women always want to act like. They always want to act like we better taking rejection. There's no worse than taking rejection than a woman. Yay! She will destroy your life if she wants to. Hey. Right? Still. So I'm going to be on some. I'm going to make it look like I jumped the gun. Right? So mm. I'm going to come out and be like, oh, I know your vibe is this and I'm not interested. And then she's going to be like, oh, what? I wasn't even interested in you. And then and then I'll let her. Like when By the time she does that, I know that, okay, I've done what I needed to. She can make me look like the sucker. It's all right. It's fine. It's yep. all right. I'll take it and I'll move on. But in most cases and in most instances, I just act like, like I don't even see it. I just mm. treat her normal, act like I don't even see it, whatever. Um, yeah, that's it. But then they get, you see, the more you do that, the more desperate they get. So they try to invite themselves to your place too. They try <laughs> to invite yourself to the things you're doing. So I'll be like, um, no, it's kind of me and this guy. So third would be a three would be a crowd or i'm kind of busy i'm kind of doing this that and the other but when it gets obsessive mm, mm. bro i need to cut it like i have to explicitly come out and be like hey i, I know but outside of that i usually just let it die out do you know what you? okay in that situation bro for me i'm a straight shooter everyone knows that i don't mince my words and i'm very offensive whenever i say things so i've i've learned my yeah. lesson the hard way the extremely hard way yeah. that you don't just outright reject them you don't just reject them Jay. from from jump Never. otherwise you'll get Never. cooked you get slow roasted you'll you you'll, you'll be like a yep. brisket you have to get uh roasted in 80 for uh, for 18 hours or some shit bruh marinated and roasted bruh so i'm just like nah bro like for me it's like like you said lead lead them into think that they're the ones rejecting you pretty much rejecting you, yeah because even if you go and get a hun 
it's going to make them want you more. They like things that are not for them. So they're just like, oh shit, okay, cool, a new challenge. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, did you just gloss over that? Like that was just, they like things that are not for them. Mm. Of course, they always punch up. Why do you think they always want older niggas, r- uh, richer hey. niggas? They always need to punch up, bro. Bro. They, who who they would punch down? Up. They do who, love punching up. Oh, of course. Niggas, who would punch down? Yo, niggas love punching down. Yo, niggas love punching down, but we punch down for like 15 minutes. And then once we nut, the post not clarity reminds us like, oh, what have I done? And but outside of that, nah, man, bro, man, them punch down. Yo, bruv, man, them are punching all the way down. Man, them are punching that street fighter, that street fighter one, <laughs> punching all the way down. Bro, I always just use that fat guy. But anyway, bro. But wait, hold on. I actually oh, have yeah. a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fat guy, street fighter. But anyway. Actually, I have a question mm. with with uh, rejecting women. So you know when let's just say you go, you've been with a chick for a while. Let's say you guys were necessarily dating, but you were necessarily just vibing. It was in the middle. It was getting the entanglement slash situationship. You know what I'm saying, mm. right? So when it's time for her to go, right, and like for good, there will always be a few items that will be left behind, right? Let's say she's been around for some time. There will always be a few items that are okay. that'll be left behind. This this actually like cooks up the or this week's top five. Personally, I feel as if this 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 is actually very specific that niggas don't really think about. And I'll tell you why I thought of it after the top mm. five, right? So this week's top five. Top five, top five, top five. Is the top five things girls leave at your place. Right. All right. Number All five, right. we have sh- shower gel. The shower gel, whatever it is they use. Okay. Right. Okay. And then at number four, mm. it's a hair tie. Whether it's a scrunchie, pony, whatever you call those hair ties, hair okay. clip, whatever goes in their uh-huh. hair to keep their, their hair their hair good mm-hmm. while they're giving you a head. But anyway. Sensational. Wow, bro. I do that myself. I become... I become a number one hair. I, I become a hairstylist but when they're giving that. <laughs> a man out there twisting it in all different style. Man will even almost do the French braid, bro, when she's on that thing. You know, Bruh, you have you have flashbacks to one. slavery when you're riding horses. Like you just wrap it around your arm, like you. <laughs> <laughs> this are flashbacks. Oh, oh yeah, this is how goes. South African man. How does man? How does a South African man have flashbacks to slavery? Wow, go on, yeah, kind of, but like we got a completely different treat. We like colonized, we were made like a colony. The American niggas can own the slavery experience. Like, I don't, I don't even know, but anyway, man, hey, I think we were, we were colonized. I, I mean, I think that's we were funny, bro. I think we were in slavery before we were colonized, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Every but yeah, yeah, yeah that, that is true. That is true. It's just not the transatlantic slave trade kind of slavery, it's just a different brand. But anyway, yeah, but anyway, number three, toothbrush. That's when they just get too comfortable. Ha. Way too comfortable. Ha. Bitch, don't get too comfortable. Bruh, they not get too comfortable. Anyway, number two, mm-hmm. jackets mm-hmm. or hoodie. Always has to be nah, a reminder. You, you violating, you violating with that. They never leave theirs, they always take yours. Oh wow, mine is a mine's a sim swap. Mine nah, is a gee, sim swap. This top five, this top five is all the way wrong. It shouldn't be a top five of things they leave. It should be a top five of things, things they, they take. Leave with. Eyes, 
<laughs> let's let's crash that shit. <laughs> to me, honestly, I've never had that experience because I'm very careful with that. Like I don't I try my best to go to her place so I have I can leave whenever I want and I can disembark as peacefully as I want to. One and two, when I invite her over to my place, she's already practically my girl that I've been going steady for. That's what I'm saying. Like you're headed, you're headed to that stage, but then what if it ends and you guys didn't really make it official? But but bro, I I can't invite Gal over like for an extended period of time since till she's staying over and sleeping, unless she's Michael and not just Michael, Michael for a while. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that women are super clever, man. Women are women are more strategic and Machiavellian than we give them credit for. Way more. Like, she'll start with the toothbrush, then she'll start with the hoodie, then she'll start making it a convenience. Yes, of course. She'll start cleaning and doing all that stuff, and you're like, I want to have her around. Then she stays. And when she starts bringing clothes, it's done. You don't have your own space, you don't have your own nothing. She's in there, not going anywhere. And you become way more fond of her that way. But anyway, Bro. no, let's, let's scratch this top five. Write it scratch all the heads. way back. Top five, top five, top five. Okay, so this yeah, is the top five, top five let's things women take from you. Yep. Top five wo- things women take from you. Number five. Number I five, w- you're not. <laughs> take all of that, bro. <laughs> Now we're talking about um, <laughs> things that can be replaced. How, bro? I'm replenished within 10 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> sensational, bro. This guy. I'm sensational. I'm sensational. so sensational. Sensational. Yeah, but... Yo, but anyway, um... Number five, you said number was... Number five for me, definitely. The nut. Oh, man. Nah, yeah, the nuts. We can count the nut. We can count uh, the nuts. It's a it doesn't character. seem realistic. I does do your hands not take your nuts? Yeah, but I'm it talking about like nuts. physical um things that can be replaced when you go to the store and buy it again. I will, bro. Is the nuts a spiritual thing now? Bro, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, some niggas don't nut when chicks come through, so it's not always a hundred percent. Yeah, no, nigga, nigga, you're taking me way too seriously, son. I'm, I'm just pulling your leg. Relax. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> niggas don't nut though. Way too seriously. And they don't you know why you know why niggas they don't, don't nut? nut. No, it's because they're throwing a hot dog in a wishing wire. That one there was a violation. No Personally, I wouldn't have been violating. You're <laughs> at your crib. Why, why could you take your stuff if she's a hot dog in a wishing well? Hi, man. You're violating. You're but anyway, violating. let's let's get to the top five. That's what I'm saying. See, sometimes niggas don't nut because right, they're throwing so. hot dogs in wishing wells. But yeah, number five things that women take. I just don't nut for control. Just purely mm. for control, dude. It's purely for control. Because, like, making a dude nut is the easiest thing, and you can't even do that. That hits them in the ego always. Just hold Facts. it back. But I would anyway, say, I would say number five, number five is socks. They'll always ask mm-hmm. you what kind of socks they are, too. They'll be like, oh, are these your sports socks? Are these the socks that you wear here? Are these your socks that you wear here? Yeah. Always. Number five is always sure. has to be socks. Number four. Mm-hmm. If you're a dumb nigga, I'm sure a lot of dudes do this. Sneakers. I don't let yeah. anyone take my For shoes, but niggas, niggas do that. Niggas no. let that let that happen. They to let me, that happen. It's also like, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna shame niggas, bro. If your if your girl can wear your size shoes, bro, you yeah. 
Yo. No, bro. No, bro. No, bro. There's something wrong there, bro. There's something very wrong. Bro. Bruh, Actually, I'm, please, can I'm, we run to this top five? Because there's something I want. I need to say. Let's run to this. Yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. I need to say about that, bro. Um, sorry. Number four was Let's go to the next shoes. Number three. Number three. Oh shoes, shit. Yeah. I'm not even thinking straight now because that was funny. <laughs> now, nah, we need to talk about this. We need to discuss this thing. We can even put this top five to the side for this because, bro. Hey, fuck it. Let's cut the whole top five hours. Jumps or trying to talk about. Bro, it's but n- number one is hoodies. Though. Nah, bro. Listen. Hoodies, oh, of course. We know number one is hoodies. And your soul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they leave with that one. No, bruv. Let's, let's, let's chop it up about this one, yeah? So, this thing about how is your woman as burly and big as you? Because there's, there's a few ones that are violations. When your woman can wear your shoes. When your woman can wear your gloves. Like your hand sizes or something. When your woman is heavier than you. That one, there was a violation. Personally, I wouldn't have. Bruv. How can your girl be heavier than you? That's because dudes love the woman. That's right. I like micros. BBW. The type you want to suck your drive and eat some lunch with you. So thick I, that I everybody that. else in the room feels so uncomfortable. But anyway, yeah. Mm. Bro, I hear that. But bro, like I'm talking about the one where you can't even pick your girl up because you're scrawny and she's huge. Man, that's a terrible balance. I'll never do that. I need to be bigger than my... like. I always aim to be at least close to double my hand's weight and size. Mm, for me, I know I, for and, sure I'll, I'll always be double the weights or, and size. Okay, not always the, the, the size, but the weights definitely. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a man, bro, you have to be... How, how, are you the one feeling safe with her? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine now it's cold and then you need her to make you feel warm. Well, kind of you do. No, but... man. That is... Bro, no, no, no. You make parts of you feel warm. Bro, li- literally, Bro, literally, when you want to flip her over into doggy, you have to do the shit that, uh, you know, when Jericho tried to put Mark Henry in the walls of Jericho and couldn't flip him over? Him or yeah. Big Show. He has nah, to... Uh, nah, to not even that. Over. Not even that, bro. You need to go out and get the car jack. Nah. <laughs> no, you need to go get a forklift. <laughs> Yo. Yo, violations. Sensational. What a sensational violation. <laughs> Jesus. Sensational. But man, a whole forklift. Like, bro, like, so many dudes, right? I don't want to, okay, I don't want to slide some of my mans, but so many dudes I've seen and so many dudes I've known at some point are dating women that they can't even lift. Like, the shift of, like, in our parents and grand, great-grandparents' times, our dads were like, way bigger than our moms right but now i'm seeing this absolute shift where the niggas like this piece of paper is scrawny and tiny as and then the woman is huge i'm like huh no but let's huh? admit thick women love skinny guys skinny guys love I skin guys women. love thick women i get that i totally get that i totally get that it's but just weird anatomy like a, bro it's very weird it's a very weird look it's a very weird look like she's bigger than you so like if guys broken the crib she's gonna go first me, I, I don't mind. I don't mind if she, she's bigger than me or whatever. If she wears a bigger size shoe than me, that's weird. Bro, I'm a 10, that's 10 and 11. Weird. I'm a 10 and 11. Yeah. You can't tell me that yeah. she's going to wear 10 and 11. Bro, my sister's taller than me and she wears a 7. You know what I'm saying? Like, even her... Your man's ad- on a 9, a 9, 10. Bro. So to me, it's like a, uh, what? Huh? 
And to me also, bruv, right? If you're dating a girl that's wearing a 10 and 11, can you leave the Sasquatches alone, please? Uh, <laughs> Bigfoot is already an endangered species. A girl bruv. wearing 11. Imagine she says, oh, no, I need to go to the store. Can I use your sneakers? Imagine. Bro, that's, that's crazy. Imagine. That's crazy. Those things should slip right off. They should slip right off. Imagine y'all are sharing Tim. <laughs> bro. You're sharing nah, Tim's like an adopted violated. child. <laughs> bro, why are you violating so much? <laughs> straight, straight cut violation. You know who else was violated? Arsenal. Bro. Bro. I, you, you see when we were talking about smoking on Arsenal today. Huh? Smoking on Arsenal bro. today. Huh? Literally, literally city... Tech. Bro, it's a whole loud pack. What Sissy said to uh, Tuko, hey, Scaife, Scaife. Scaife, son. Yo, 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 yo. Even my sister was just like, they're not even marking. I'm like, you see, even you can see. Yo, bro, that was funny as bro, shit. It's not, it's not funny anymore. I think Arsenal was funny when they were getting battered by Bayern, when they were getting battered by stupid teams in Europa League. But now this is sad. You're at the bottom of the league. Yes, granted, it's still early in the season and I'm sure... They will not even be relegated. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll post up, but bro, this is Arsenal's a tragedy at this point. Like I can't even laugh anymore. Like this is something else. Bro, they blackballed like, Ozil. They did all these theatrics. Man, they sold Gendouzi. Man, they sold just for this. A lot of men. Just because no, 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 no. no Another no. one. L- listen, Arsenal listen. fans need to kiss Wenger's ass and apologize. Yep. <gasps> yes. Yes, he kept them afloat. Now that we're seeing... See, Unai Emery tried his best. He tried his best. But then, you know, it's actually above him. He got them to a Europa League final. He took these peasants to a Europa League final. These jokers. Bro. Literally, bro. He He, was performing... He was performing a colonoscopy because (laughs) this is nothing but an ass anal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stupid, bro. stupid, bro. Yo, I know, bro. But honestly, Unai Emery really tried his best with Arsenal. And then Arteta says he called William so he can win the Champions League. Bro, can you even qualify? I bo- I'm telling bro, you, that's what William said. These brothers even near qualifying. Ah, bro, crazy. that's what William said. It's like yes, he called yeah. me because he wants to win the Champions League. Bro, William's leaving. He's fat and he's but, leaving now. Bro, but let's be honest, right? William William was was drunk by money there, bro. Man is on some crazy bread there. He's on like 350, 300 or 350p a week. That's some peas, bro. Man is making peas, dude. Yeah, but he's leaving anyway. Real so. money. No, he is leaving. But at that time, like, I question myself, bro. And I look at how that club is run and think, who brings William and gives him 350p? Bro, no, you how see, do you give William that much guap? No, it's because he saved Chelsea from damn near relegation that one season. So now he thinks that, or he thought <clears> that he'd be forever immortalized <throat> for doing that. But then once you underperform a game, people forget what you did. That's that's the main problem with William. Chelsea but, are literally <clears throat> Arsenal's pimps. They take the nigger when they're fresh and then they give them back when they run down. Even that David Luiz thing. Just offloading all your, your defective stock to Arsenal and they buy it. And then they'll pay these men top dollar. You know? Oh, man. Uh, what a mess. Defective stock. What a mess. But we also took Giroud from them mess. where he was just I really think Bayern simple. broke. We rejuvenated Giroud. But anyway. But Giroud helped you. 
but Giroud actually helped you get stuff yeah, done. Yeah, trophies, trophies. Bro, Giroud is actually, yo, man, Giroud actually helped you. It's not like them where David Luiz ain't done nothing. Willian ain't done nothing. But he only helped us I from really getting Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich broke Arsenal. See that 10-2, bro, they were never the same after that. Like, that was the last time they were in the Champions League. And ever since then, it's just been nose diving more and more after every season. They're going, like, they removed yeah. Wenger after that, and then it just... They're going through what Man United went through when uh, Fergie first left. When that's they could see that's okay, cool. They relied too heavily on the manager because he knew exactly what he was doing to the point where it's like, well, we're actually left alone now, and we 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 bringing someone in, and they think that uh, we're gonna call the shots, but at the same time, we're not even giving them the space to operate. That's what Arsenal's doing to um, uh, Arteta, but it's also Arteta's decision making and stuff, but. He has the tools, but they're not giving him everything. It's like the decision-making above him is extremely odd. Extremely Bro. odd. Mixed with his bad Bro. decisions. Mm. Bro, I hate Man You know I hate Man United just as much as the next man. Yeah. Right? I want to see them fail in life. I want to see them <laughs> take L's. I like it when they fail. But let's not even get it twisted. Man United was never even a fraction of the shit show that Ars Anal is. See what I did there? Shit show. Uh, I'll be here all week. But, bro, Man United, right? When Fergie left, even after Fergie left, they wouldn't take more than two years vacation off Champions League. They take one year off and they'll be right back the next one. And then they'll be right back the next one. And Arsenal is not like that. Arsenal, and let's, let's, not, even, let's not even cap. <clears throat> By the time Fergie left, Arsenal was already like nine years deep in a trophy drought, bro. Mm. Arsenal, like, when was the last time Arsenal won a significant trophy? A significant, um, even a Europa League. Like, didn't they, a, a league, didn't they Europa, win an FA yes, Cup okay, against us? FA Cup. Yeah, against Chelsea. Yeah, they did. But yeah. is FA Cup really significant? Because the thing is with FA in Cup, England. it's significant sometimes. And in other times, it's like, ugh. That in England, inconsistent. Yeah. But I'm talking about like a league. European. Where or, Arsenal, we look yeah. at Arsenal like, no, this is a team. Like, this is a team. Like, you are a team. Like, bro, Arsenal has just been crap. They've been stripped. United has never been this bad. Nah, yeah, United no, United has never been Arsenal this bad. Arsenal have been stripped of the identity. Never, ever. I don't know what's going on there. It's just a sinking ship. But going on the United thing, yo, Bro. I, Cristiano, catfished yeah. Man City. He catfished the hell out of them. Yo, it's like literally said, he was saying to United, he was like I that chick. For that. Listen, he was that chick that said, okay, cool, I want that nigga. So let me go to his brother and start flirting with him. So then he can see that he Shush. can want me back. Shush. That's what Cristiano Sheesh. did. It's like, oh, she, she my, pulled up your, the line. Exactly. Your brother's my ex. So let me she, go flirt with the brother so that he can want me back. It's not That's even that. Simple. It's like, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the line that chicks have. It's like, oh, no, I have options. I have guys who want me. Didn't she, they want to put you under pressure. Bruh. Because, bro, that was yep. like, I'll have to thoroughly say it. Like, this past couple of months, best transfer window i've ever witnessed as a football of all player. time sensational of all fucking so, time like i tried to think back to other transfer windows that were similar like i think the one coming into 13 14 was pretty good the one where we had bale. the transfer saga with ozil and bale yeah mm. exactly good to, to buy in there was a lot of nice moves there but nothing like this bro these are like the nothing greatest like players this, of all time bro, bro, and bro, then a future bro, the bro. future generation are also moving like Mbappe is like he's also like hey yo I want to go to Madrid okay Haaland flopped his move and he stuck at Dortmund for nah Haaland didn't flop Haaland was never on the on the cards 
was never on the cards. Like they, they only his seventy five more uh, release clause is only activated next year. So, yeah, no, it's and, just clubs. Um, clubs are now willing to do good business. Like they don't care about the re- release clauses. They actually have people who want to actually negotiate with people. Yeah, that's partly true. That's partly true. But to me, it's also like um, to me, it's also like uh, the Premier League is too powerful. Like, I've never been one to rate the Premier League. Like, I think it's well-marketed, it's well-drilled in, and when those guys play each other, it's lovely. But when they play the rest of Europe, they ass. United got shafted by Leipzig and Villarreal, who have a quarter of their budgets. Or every time City gets knocked out by Monaco, gets knocked out by all weird teams, Lyon, all the time. United, brew, like I said, get shafted. Arsenal, we won't even talk about. Their men are getting run by Olympiacos and that. And in Chelsea, yeah, you just won the Champions League. But prior to that, you've also been making weird things in the Champions League. So, yeah, I've always... But this season, ah, best league in the world. Quality yeah. is unmatched. Yeah, these now... Can go and copy Sancho, Varane, Ronaldo. These are this super side, teams Man is now. copying Lukaku. Man is copying Grealish just on a thing. And he was about to copy Kane as well. Your man are just moving crazy. No, I think... also spent bags. Arsenal spent bags. It's just that they did terrible business. But they spent... At mm. Ramsdale for 40. I don't know who on earth smoking Ramsdale for 40, whatever. Ben White for 50. I mm. don't and know. Who. Cristiano was 20. <laughs> Bro, like to me, it's like, yo, but here's a this here's a good top five. Top five, top five, top five. Bro, listen, here's a top five for you. Listen, obviously at this time it's not complete, but I want you to give me the top five. Best deals during this season's transfer window. Let's oh, go. Damn. I actually have to think of the transfers. But I would say, okay, cool. Number five. I would have to say oh, um, anywhere in the world, not just the Premier League. No, everywhere, 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 across the board. I don't know if he moved this season, but Wilson to Newcastle. That's my Callum Wilson. Five. Nah, Callum, Callum Wilson. Wilson has been a Callum Wilson's been at Newcastle, bro. Nah, he wasn't he elsewhere. This man keeps moving clubs. No, bro. no, he he left Bournemouth when they got relegated. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's just I never left. saw him. No, damn. No, Actually, yeah, nah, 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 I see. Nah. So scrap that. I scrap that. Scrap that. Number number five. Number five to me, I think um, Tammy Abraham. Yes, 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 that's yes, yes, under, yes, 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 under yes. radar move because yes, Tim yes, Abraham yes. is a quality striker. It's just that at Chelsea, he hasn't really hit the ground running like that way. He can do what he wants, but I think Tim Abraham is a really, he's a really good move. He is on fire at Roma, on fire. He started well. He started well. What I mean, started well? Goals are flying in, bro. No, he did. Like I watched him against whatever Santina Rini, whatever that club is. Now he put in two assists and a goal, so he was lovely. He was sensational. Sensational. Was very good proof. Um, next one, I say number four is uh Sabitzer to Bayern Munich. Oh man, what a lovely move. For only 15 million. We we got Leipzig or one of Leipzig's best players for 15 million. I love it. I love it, man. But People that's are crying tears. Oh no, oh, but that's what, what Salzburg kind of and Dortmund do. Like Salzburg, they just give away Leipzig. people for free. Nah, but the thing is, like Sabitz has been available for time. And this is why I always question England scouting. It's like you purposefully leave the good cheap option and go for the expensive crap option. Like what is Grealish for a hundred mil? But whatever. We'll talk nah, about nah, 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 nah. But yeah. But we'll talk about Grealish. Like I don't like the way everyone talks we'll talk about, about Grealish. Grealish. 
He's a we'll he's a very good catalyst in, in any team. But anyway, number three is Lukaku. Yeah. So number f- number three is Lukaku. Yeah. Number two. I mean, obviously Cristiano. One miss. We haven't simple. I ain't bro. I ain't bro. I say number one is Cristiano. Okay. No, you're and actually right. The reason being, right? Yeah, because he's he's more results based. Help United. He's results-based one, and just the general mood around United has been just restored, shot yeah. through the roof. Now that Christian, bro, like now that Christian is there, these guys are legitimate title contenders. Like Christian does way more for United than Messi does for PSG. Because PSG is like literally already there. Like Messi is just a nice cherry on top. They're actually and to not, me, but okay. Nah, PSG is like in terms of on paper. I'm not talking about on the pitch. No, 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 no. Even like, on the pitch, I was watching them. On the pitch. Even on the pitch, I was watching them. It wasn't. It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. They've been. They were trying to like do flicks and tricks. They don't seem like united in any way. Uh, PSG is just. This is why PSG will never win anything until they get a proper coach and a proper a proper understanding of the game. Because you know what PSG is like. PSG is like the most extravagant, extravagant balsamic vinegar slash Himalayan (laughs) salt sauce from the highest mountain peak. And that's just, it's on the plate. It's all sauce, no substance. How can you have sauce with no steak, bro? How can you mm. have sauce with no staple foods? They just flashes and bangs and it's all the bells and whistles, but none of the actual substance. I thought Ramos was a great move and I think he'll stabilize the team for sure. But it's just a whole bunch of individuals trying to get their peas and get their, their money and get their notoriety and whatnot. And it's not really a team. <clears throat> this is why for me, United and Ronaldo is a perfect match. Okay, that so you guy say he's gonna look at the team and he's gonna do what they need. So you say number two is Messi, then number one is Ronaldo. Yeah. Because Messi, you can't just leave that because everyone's like, I don't know why everyone wants to look at Messi as if he isn't Messi. That's my biggest issue with Messi. Everyone does yes, Ronaldo is a superstar, it's like Beckham. It's like he's more of a household name than Messi is. As much as uh, we'd like to argue that, but Ronaldo is more of a household name. He played for the biggest club in the world and he's back at the biggest club in the world again. It's, it's just that simple. But Messi made, I'm, I'm not saying he made Barcelona, but he made it about himself. Before Barcelona was a great team, was a great, was a great club with a great history, a rich history. But then he made it hey, about hey, Messi. Are we forgetting? Are we going to forget El Ronaldo Guacho Fett. Are we going to forget Dino? Dino? No. Messi, Dino was a hey, Ronald, No, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen. Ronaldinho was Ronaldinho. That's who he was. Messi was Barcelona. Because of his backstory. Think of his backstory. The way it seemed right, as if the stars right, aligned. Every yeah, single time like we watched... the system. Yes. Yeah, every single time we'd watch La Liga was... Every single time we'd watch La Liga was for Messi. Every... For me okay, personally, I wouldn't say that. Or, no, no, no. When that. you go watch Barca, who you want to watch in Barca when Messi was around? Bro, who I would you want to watch? Oh, of bro, course, I of course, niggas Iniesta. were slick. Of course, niggas were slick. But when Messi's there, I want to see Iniesta pass to Messi and Messi pass to Iniesta. I want to see Chevy pass see to Messi and um, Messi pass to Chevy. It's like I he was you. a puzzle, a piece of a puzzle. It's like I would have loved to see him with Memphis. Would have loved to. They finally have a finisher. You know what I'm saying? Would have loved to see them together. Bro, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed that we didn't get Memphis because you, you are one of the men that I've been. I've been talking about Memphis since like 2014. Like Memphis since, is my guy. This since is he was guy. a glory. She belongs to the street. Bro, oh, 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 sensation. Sensation. <laughs> sensation. Yo, yo, sensation. Yo, no man. The future was it? Future. Your future. It was. Oh, man. 
was fucking sensational. <laughs> Yo, sensational blood. Yo, had it boy. Memphis is nice. Had it boy, bruv. We all take L's, you know what I'm saying? Bro. But um, yeah, look, Messi is a puzzle. Messi is all those amazing things, but Bayern always puts it together. Bring Messi, bring your Messi. I don't care. Bro, bring nah, your Messi. You see we'll my problem. And yeah, yeah. We'll shaft him again. My main my, my main bring issue, him. my main issue with with Bayern is still what I had years ago when they still had um Miroslav, not Miroslav, uh, Gomez, sorry, Mario Gomez as a striker. It's like, okay, yeah, the number two, Pizarro, was way better than an average number two striker. But you always want to rely on one nigga. And then when he's not there, it's like, yes, the rest of your team can score, but it's not the same. It's like, I don't like the oh, way bro. y'all rely so hard on one striker only. I hate never, that system. We've never been a team that rely on one person. We're, we're always been more of a team than any other team because... Gomez was surrounded by Ribery, Robin, Schweinsteiger, and Muller. Those goals were coming in. And yes, Lewandowski is doing an absolute mezzanine right now. But if Lewandowski is not available, bro, we have Gnabry. Like last season against PSG, we didn't even have Serge Gnabry. We had Coleman. Now, we know how I feel about Coleman. Man forever crosses into the stratosphere. Doesn't do anything. Can dribble every man. Take any man's ankles, but put him in front of goal or make him do an assist. Out. <laughs> listen, but listen, he, listen, listen. Coleman should, have, Coleman should have been on um, Kanye's album. The song should have been called Father Lift the Ball. <laughs> Honestly, because he's clearly just Violation. sending that one straight to him. Whenever he shoots, bro, he's sending straight to the Lord. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is one's for you. Violation. He prays over the ball. Straight to space. Bro, violation. Violation. <laughs> but about, nah, dude. But about Bayern, right? Right. So we, we went and we bought another one from our quote-unquote close rivals, right? And the conversation's always the same. Oh, what a dead league because Bayern always buys the best players. And we always kill the competition, right? There's this... There's that narrative, right? And I've noticed they're only going after us because we're the best. And they hate us because we're so good. Because Juventus has been doing that even worse than we have. But no one goes at Juventus because Juventus is ass. Juventus is so bad, man. I would, I would they say you're... eaten by Empoli. Yeah, but I would Bro. say... No, they, they, they're having problems. They're having um, structure problems at Juve. It's not necessarily the players. <clears throat> they're having structure problems there. But I would say, as for you as a Bayern fan, that's that's all you see. That's literally all you will see as a Bayern fan. The same way me as a Chelsea fan is all I'll see is that we played FIFA and we got a bunch of players for I don't know how much. But then when you actually tally up the money and tally up against United, we spend less than them or whatever. But in general, no one cares about the Bayern thing. Buying the only problem is that the other. Clubs in the Bundesliga aren't as strong as Bayern. That's the problem. Bayern can be set behind 20 points and will catch up and win the league. That's how bad it is for, for the Bundesliga. That's where that's where the issue is. Not that you see, even City, City just buys just for buying. Greenish for 100 M was him helping out Aston Villa, saying, Hey, my niggas, I'm not gonna leave you with nothing. Go buy who you need. Yeah. To to fill yeah. my gap. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't. And I hate how Aston Greenish. Villa fans are too stupid to see that. This guy just signed a contract before he left. To give you niggas some, he gave you a yes. reason. He, he gave you, off. he gave you a reason. He knew he was going. We all knew he was going, bro. Like he's English bro, on top of that, you know. Bro, come on, he patched you with a hundred million p. What are you talking about, bro? But what, Why but are you so up in arms? But what I wanted to say about Greedish was he was a replacement for De Bruyne. He's he, his 
or as a catalyst, he doesn't work as fast as De Bruyne because De Bruyne will come in and score or assist immediately. But <clears throat> if you need the game to slow down, he's a very he's a wild card of Pep's um, dynamic or of Pep's team. A very good wild card because everyone plays a role except for Grealish. If you if he notices how he plays, everyone plays a role. Grealish, you don't know what's going to happen when he gets the yeah, ball. He's, you he's don't floating know. in and out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everyone like, else is a wild oiled part of the wild oiled machine except for him. This is this is what I noticed. Like I feel like <clears throat> Pep never would do that. He never did that till he he managed Bayern, right? Because in Barcelona, almost every person on the pitch, maybe Messi aside, had a role, right? But it was it was a tight structure. But at Bayern, he he learns very quickly that yes, we could replicate the tiki taka, but to get the best out of the football, there you need to have more of a loose type of vertical passing game, not these triangle things that he did and then he did that with Muller where we let you do whatever you want because you can see the gaps and you and I think Grealish does that but I just think the price tag is crazy like I think we do the exact same signing for half the price if Grealish comes for 50 million p I think that's a that's an amazing deal because he's a he's a baller listen like and it's very rare for us to see that from an English like English lads are not really technically good like that he's not at all technique is lovely yeah Exquisite tech. But do you, do you know who the new? Tech-less. Do you know who the new uh, Muller is? Who? Kai Havers. Think about it. Yes and no. Yes I can no. I can the understand why reason, you say no too. Yeah. <clears throat> the only reason why Kai Havertz I say is no because Kai Havertz his work rate defensively is nowhere near. And I think oh, yeah, Kai yeah, Havertz yeah, yeah. the one thing that Kai Havertz has for him in his pockets is. He knows how to find space. He knows how to drift in and out without being noticed. That's one part of Muller's game that he has. But nah, I have it's, it's the position. more time on the ball. That's one. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The pressing, the everything. Yeah. He could work on it for sure. And he could become closer to Muller as time goes. But yeah, no. Now I'm saying like I in terms say of his... Up. I'm saying in terms of his style of play. In terms of uh, Muller. Like the style of play where... Where Muller, you can put him on the right, you can put him at center forward, you can put him on the left, you can put him at cam. Anywhere in the front, you've got him. Because he's going to know how to play his role, but and then do it his way. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Muller, no, you'll I never figure out I Muller's game. He's what, How old is he now? 33? Mm. Maybe. I don't know how old he is. 32. 31. 32. 31. Because Lewandowski just turned 33. Jesus. He's 31. You know, Muller seems so, yeah. old because Muller was, he was there from the a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's he true. was there from a kid. Thank the Lord for Van Gaal, because Van Gaal put my man's on. Bro, but anyway, but listen, staying on bro, soccer. Wait, I, I want to ask you about... On the... Havertz, bro. I want to talk oh, yeah, about yeah. Havertz. Yeah, I want don't... to talk about Havertz. I want to yeah. talk about Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, bro. That game. How did you feel about that game, bro? Like, I think hey, going bro. into the game, you would listen. have expected to win. But when the red card and everything happened, obviously then you were happy for the point. It's not it's not a conspiracy anymore where you say we'd see VAR and the referees are against Chelsea. How can you run up to the screen and look at the freeze frame and run back and call a penalty? You're not even gonna watch the whole video. I can nah, understand. I hold that's... on, hold on. I can understand yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, I don't really enjoy capping for Chelsea, but I have to cap in this situation where of course it did hit his arm, but it wasn't an, an it was like out of his control, went over style, hits his arm. And then the motion of him trying to swing at the, the ball, even though he missed. But the motion of him trying to swing at the ball just didn't add to his case, in my opinion. I still don't believe that it was a penalty because that was in an unnatural position. But 
or the way it happened was off his thigh and onto his arm. But him trying to swing at it, and even though he missed, him trying to swing at it made it more sus. But if the ref had to look at the whole video, that wouldn't have been called. Or maybe the, he would have called for a penalty because it's denying a clear goal-scoring opportunity. But the whole red card, that was a crazy part. The red card was you a see, crazy part. That's where, that's where, like, my mind changed because I was originally on that. But then I looked at the rules. It's like, it's just a rules thing. If you deny a clear goal-scoring opportunity with the foul, it is a red card. No matter how light or whatever, because there's many times where guys have sort of tangled their feet while the guy was on one-on-one or where the guy with the goal was open and their feet tangled and they got, got a red card. This is not no. about the severity. This is just about fouling with a goal-scoring opportunity. No. And I get you. To me, mm. that whole thing is like, that reflex, it's not like he was purposely doing it. It's like when there's something there like, and you're trying to get it out, your body's just naturally in fight-or-flight mode. So your arms will start flailing and everything. But most times, even coaches work on this way you try to defend with your hands your feet ahead of you you kind of in a bent over formation like your head and your feet are in front and then your hands are behind you to avoid that exact situation but it is what it is no. i think the red card yeah. was harsh but the penalty should have definitely been called because that was a goal if his hand wasn't there of course because it went off a style like because the the talking points was was it um, accidental or purposeful that it hits his arm. It was clear that it just went over his thigh and onto his arm. If he was not in front of goal, that would not have been actually not even a penalty. They would have said play on. If it wasn't in front yeah, of the goal, so it would have just been play that, on. You see, it's a exactly they denying a goal scoring opportunity. But after that, bro, like I think watching that game, I think Chelsea is going to be a team to look out for for the title. They look very good. Yeah, like it's against seen- Liverpool. Not, now Anfield, no less. You they, niggas went Anfield. Bro, they believe now. That's what I'm saying. Love the players you. believe now. It's not just us anymore. The players are actually really starting to believe now. They're like, oh shit, we actually are the strongest team in the, the country and we're the European champions. That confidence is now trying to boost them off. City are not scary. Mm. You've just beat Arsenal. Everyone does that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <clears> you're not scary at all. Yeah. Spurs and, beat y'all. When the... I watched that game, it wasn't mm. because... Bro, when I watched that game, I feel like City wiped Arsenal because Arsenal was so bad, not because City was so good. Because all their goals are really simple. They just kept ball retention. They kept pressure in and around Arsenal's box. They found a space. They they banged it in. And that was it. Because if you look at the goals, literally, man were were doing like a a medium, lukewarm pass. And it would go through the whole Arsenal defense and find the City man on the other side. When Ferran Torres, blood, Ferran Torres is like my height. When that man is scoring headers, you need to ask some questions. Yeah, that's true though. But it's like, you yeah, we ask some questions. We bro. already went through that, and that's no, they weren't defending and shit like that. But I want to ask you for your opinion on um the UEFA men's player of the year, uh, Champions League midfield of the year, strike of the year, goalkeeper of the year, defender of the year. So for those that don't know, for those that don't know, the guy that was it the European player of the year or was it UEFA player of the year? UEFA player of the year was uh, Jorginho, right? And then for the Champions League midfield of the year, is Kante. So it's like, I don't understand how you can win the player, overall player of the year, and then you don't win midfield of the year in the Champions League. Weird. Goalkeeper of the year, of course, Edward, uh, Edward Mendy. Where... Yeah, I'm saying to goalkeeper me, was Mendy, but yeah. To me, I saw... I saw that this competition is nothing but it's just the popularity contest. I saw it when Manuel Neuer, Manuel Neuer went into the FIFA XI for best keeper, but 
European Keeper of the Year was Allison in the same year when we won the treble. So to me, I I, I took I took I don't I don't value these award shows anymore because Jorginho, like all right, Jorginho was excellent for Chelsea, he was very good for Italy, but this is just a matter of Italy won the Euros and these niggas won and Chelsea the won the Champions League, League and then. Yeah. So he's the common denominator between those two teams. That's the only reason he won. It's not because he was the best man, not because he pulled out the best performances, because there's mad, there's mad midfielders that have pulled out on average better performances than that man. Kimmich did it. You know what I'm saying? Casemiro did it. Um, this PSG done. Paredes, bro. Paredes. I forget Paredes. Marquinhos, boy, defensive mid. We, 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 we. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about midfielder. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying at defensive mid, yes. Marquinhos was killing it. You Last season, bro. Saying. You know what I'm saying? But no, Marquinhos is, was exquisite. He was an exquisite player. So to me, this has never been about ability and what you actually uh, gave from a performance standpoint. It's always about okay, what did you win and how. How popular are you? And that's what they run off. And that's about it. Because everything after mm. that is like, no, man. Kante, look, Kante, Kante played well from, like, I'd say from the quarterfinals upwards, Kante was switched on. But if we're going to say the entirety of the tournament, nah. Give like, me less of that. Dude, it's like, I understand that we won the Champions League and then you'd have to give it to us. But I wasn't too sure about Kante, <clears throat> Kante winning the midfielder of the year for the Champions League because... I also remember that it was only where it was a semis where everyone's like, oh no, great performance. I understand that, sure, fine. But it's like, give it to Jorginho if you're going to give it to someone. Like, be, be, have, you know, be on brand, be on the same wavelength as everyone else. Cause it's like, if someone says he's a men's overall player of the year, he, how is he not the Champions League player of the year? Mendy, I believe, changed or saved Chelsea a lot of points. He won us the Champions League. Yeah. He yeah, won us the sure. Super Cup. Oh, not for the sure. Super Cup. No, no, no. That was Kepa. Kepa won us the Super Cup. But. Mendy saved us from a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. He undid a lot of what Kepa did Those to us. Undid it. So yeah. striker Haaland. <laughs> man said what Kepa did to us. Honestly. Man is, man is bloody, man is bloody traumatized by Kepa. <laughs> what Kepa Bro. did to us. <laughs> and then there was um Haaland as striker of the year or forward of the year. That was if they, if if they didn't give it to him, then that would have been stupid. I'm not mad at it at all. Because that guy, bro. I'm not mad at that. He's he's a he's a killer. But I don't, I don't know. He needs to move. I'm sorry. Dortmund, Dortmund don't deserve him. He will like, move. Bro, it's like he's shipped no, in how many don't. goals and how many don't games. don't anybody. Yeah, that's true. Because like, they're not even using Haaland properly. It's like, bro, anyone. every team would love a killer striker at the moment. What are you doing at the back? What are you doing in your midfield? It's like Royce is you getting see. older, bro. <clears throat> you, can't, you can't really like rely on him all the time. Oh, you can. Royce has been... Like, he's been one of their consistent performance. You see, the problem with Dortmund is that they're cheapskates. They want to build a proper team. They keep wanting to make quick shift changes and save money. This is why Jaden Sancho goes and they don't even buy another winger. They buy Daniel Mullen. Now, for all intensive purposes, Daniel Mullen is an excellent striker. Man was doing bits in PSV, right? But that's not a winger. That's not someone that's going to replace Sancho. And now I'm hearing they want Hudson O'Doy on a loan. Like, why are you why are you done acting like a small mid-table team? Like Hakimi, you see, Dortmund should have gotten Hakimi and closed that deal on the first season he showed promise. Be like, no, we're signing you down to like a three-year, four-year deal. So if Hakimi leaves, you get some proper peas in your accounts. Then also they did a stupid thing, bro. Akanji, what a terrible defender. What a terrible defender. Never changed him. So Dortmund, bro, they just keep doing this thing where they sell a nigga and then they bring in like a, another nigga who's not that whatever. 
look, I'll say this though for them, they do replace their talents quite well. Like from from the days of Lucas Barrios, Alexander Fry, through to Lewandowski, through to Aubameyang, through to Haaland, Bashrai, whoever you are, they know how to replace their attacking well. But it's just like second-rate niggas, bro. Second-rate niggas. And that's why they'll never go anywhere. So Haaland, I definitely feel his frustration. Because when I watch Dortmund, right, I watch them against Hoffenheim. Man won the game for them, literally. And every time he would score, the fucking niggas at the back would leak it. And then I remember Baumgartner scored. And then Haaland was kicking everywhere. He was like, pissed off. Like, niggas, I want to win. You niggas are holding me back from seeing greatness. And, like, I wish he, he leaves quick. I hope he leaves quick. And I hope he's wearing a red jersey next season. Uh, uh, hey, but buying, you know how these niggas are on spending. But they, yeah. and it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't like it when they also say, like, you can't have Lewandowski and, and, and Haaland in the same team. It's like, guys, you guys need Bro, killer strikers. Can we... Like, can we can we talk about this, bro? Nah, I want nah, Kylian Mbappé nah. yeah, to go to Madrid now. Now I want Kylian Mbappé to go now because if it's he not goes gonna, to free next yes. season, they're gonna have Mbappé and Haaland. Mbappé it's, and Haaland. No, nah, oh, I don't. Bro. I don't think they're gonna have Haaland next season if they get Mbappé. That's I'm the thing. Telling you, but Mbappé's ego I'm is too big for you, for themselves. I'm telling both. you, Mbappé's ego is way too big nah, for themselves. No, because see, you know what I like about Mbappé. Mbappe's ego is big, but Mbappe also understands where he can fit into a team with another nigga that wants to win. See, this is why Mbappe plays so well with Benz. Mbappe doesn't mind playing with other stars. Neymar would be the person with the problem. I know Neymar would, because Neymar, Neymar and whoever he's been pit up against, because at one point it was Neymar versus Goetze, for the, then it's Neymar and Hazard, and then whoever. Name Mbappe wouldn't mind that. And I know Haaland wants to win. Because once Mbappe goes to Madrid for free, I know Haaland's going to go there as well. Because it's Name been rumored Goetze. that he's already a Madrid fan and that's where he wants to go. Name on Goetze. Bro, in around the 2014, 2013 period, Jesus those Christ. two niggas were being compared. What a fucking mismatch. What's it no, at that time. Wow, what that a time, fucking really mismatch. Not. Worlds apart. Not, Neymar, not at bro, that time. He was part of fucking MSN at the time. Neymar was fucking part of MSN, bro. Come on, bro, come on, bro. When Gutzer, Dortmund Gutzer, Dortmund Gutzer and Neymar fresh off Santos, that was not a mismatch. A mismatch, bro. Like, hey, bro. That was not. Neymar was doing a madness. Hey, bro. Gutzer wasn't compared to gay. Hang on, in fact, what he was doing at Barca like, to me, you see, that's the that's where it went because when Neymar moved to Barca, it was the same time Goethe moved to Bayern, and yeah, he had a pretty decent first season, but it was nothing next to that. I'm talking about 2012, 2012, 2013 times, those niggas were in the same bracket, but obviously, Goethe fell off, he fell off in a big way, bro. There's just and a then bunch of that, that thing came back again, it came back again when Goethe shifted. Brazil and he came and won the World Cup, but to me, That's bro, like, these again, comparisons are time. so dumb. Yeah, no, at that time it was. That time it was. At the Dortmund good side, that man was either. That man was a killer, bro. That, that man shifted us so many times. But anyway, there's just a bunch of players. Because at one point, remember, it was Marco Marin. Marco Marin versus um, what's that kid from Bossa? Boyan. It was Marco Mrs. Marin Cousin. versus Boyan mm. to be the yeah yeah. To be the next Messi and Ronaldo, it's Marco Marin versus Boy and hey, so they believed in Messi's cousin and Andre Schell at one point. Oh, uh, uh, right. You see, no, no, no. Here's the thing about um people and their little predictions of the next this and the next that is that people will have one game 
It's like literally Lukaku had one game and then they said, is he the signing of the season? Guys, he just scored in one game. That's just, relax. Like, bro, bro. CR7 is still gonna, hey, CR7 is about to do a maza on us now. It's like, it's not even funny anymore where people are yeah. excited because of Cristiano. There's a reason why they're excited. This man, he doesn't play wherever he goes. Because that man is guaranteed goals. Guaranteed. Guaranteed goals. Hey, bro, guaranteed. Ha, ha. Guaranteed. guaranteed. But yeah, let's move on. Guaranteed chefings. Guaranteed. No, man. Football is the lovely game. But my final, my final parting words for this thing is that football right now is going to become more of a circus because the media and the and the transfer budgets and the wages and everything has just sensationalized the game. Sensational. I now understand why the British Premier League was so against the Super League because they are the Super League. They are the Super every League. Single, mm. Every single league, every single league that is in English has been suffering because they're just failing to keep the lights on ever since COVID hits. And the Premier mm. League is laughing to the bank because their men have a whole sugar daddy situation there. Mm. Mad niggas going out to Dubai, getting flown out to get shot on in the chest and have to jack off a camel. Mad guap is flowing through that league, bro. La Liga is trash right now, man. It's in the gutter. It's in the gutter. So Bayern yeah. aside, take Bayern out. Bundesliga is no better than the Austrian league, bro. You know, maybe slightly better. But also go to France. Bro, France is not even a top five league anymore. Portugal yeah. is outdoing them. So to me, everyone is suffering. It's only like one or two teams out of and Italy, everyone's dead. Inter- it's it's over. It's over. Still it's dead. over. Mourinho's it's the only over. one who can try save. Juventus. Ah, bro. It's over for Juve, bro. but Mourinho's Juventus the only person who can try save Because ah, Mourinho can work with any squad, bro. Any squad. Yeah, he can. It's but bro, Juve, it's long. AC Milan, maybe we'll see what they do in the Champions League. But, but yeah. CR's dead, bro. It's too dead. But, but yeah, bro, man, I was thinking about Premier League was, is now the Super League. I was thinking mm. about how the politics of soccer are now also starting to show where um one of the former UFA presidents were saying something to the extent of Ronaldo wasn't was weighing down the team. We all know that was Cap, but he was just trying to prove a point that we really don't want him here anymore. Cap. And I've of it course Cap. And it's like no, we Cap. we they're just showing that they don't want him there anymore and they had their own little beef and he just had to be petty about it. But I realized that, nah, bro, I think we really are going to die. It's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. It's like, it's the beginning of the end. I, I say 10 years, yo, five to 10 years. So like, we're making oh, yeah, a joke. The world. Yeah, the world is going to end. Oh, human civilization is done. It's done for us. Done. We're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. Because right, I was having a conversation. Let's put on the tinfoil hats, right? Yeah. But I was having a conversation this week. Let's weekend. put on the tinfoil hat for a moment. Yeah. I was having a conversation this weekend and we were just talking about, okay, cool. Mm. If this is the end of the world, why? Oh, I asked the question, why is it taking so long? And then I was told, no, 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 it's just, it's not going to happen like instantly. Like we said a few episodes ago, it's just going to, it's going to be a slow burn. It's going to take some time, but we're just at the beginning stages of the, the disease. It's like COVID is just the beginning of that stage too. It's like, there's just beginnings of everything and i've noticed in that and then this is going to be the coming back of jesus and all of that stuff and then i noticed that all over the world whatever you believe what situation we're, or whatever whatever situation you believe that we're in right now it's all it all has one it all shapes up in this in a, in a linear pattern for some way you can come from an atheist perspective a christian perspective a muslim perspective 
uh, this perspective or that uh, uh, far left, far right, whatever, right wing, right, left wing perspective, it'll all line up in that some shit is coming, wars are coming, shit is going to go down, but the way you get there is different compared to what you believe in. It's literally, we can all see like, no guys, <laughs> this is not funny anymore. Like we're going down, but we're still trying to function normally as we should try to while we're going down. It's just like, nah, bro. No, you know, it's what? like literally you know Jesus, what? like God woke up Jesus and said, Hey, sandals on, sandals on. He'd be like, Ah, I'm still sleeping. Like, yay, 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 yay. I've already started this project. You're not going to stop this for me. <laughs> Go put your shoes on. Yo, 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 yo. No, still, I hear you. I think everyone but the left realizes some shit is going down because the left, the left is driving all this change and the left believe that they're actually fixing the world. They're creating more equality, more equity, more, what's this one? Um, inclusiveness. And uh, save everyone from COVID and all that kind of stuff. The left is the, the people who are doing this. Like all these feminist alphabet gang, whatever, whatever. Oh my god. They're gosh. combining to do this. And it's like and it's gotten oh, to the point where mm. the original pioneers of the thing are now stepping back. Like, for example, the women that were fighting for women to be included in certain things and for women to be equal are now stepping back. Like the previous generation of feminists are are looking at these young gal and being like, yo, 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 this is not what we were on. We just wanted to be rated. We wanted to be paid the same. We've gotten Mm. what we wanted. We've gotten what we wanted. Like Mm. Feminism could have stopped in like 2010 in the West and it would have been fine. In African countries and other places in the world, there's still work that needs to be done. But for the most part, feminism has somewhat achieved its goal in that women are equal to men. Now, obviously, when you start to say we're equal, there's going to be some there's going to be consequences, good consequences and that they get paid the same, they're valued the same, but also bad consequences. Like niggas now, like I can't remember, like growing up, I can't remember a time where it hasn't been more socially acceptable to beat a bitch than now. Like niggas are like now are fighting back. Like you, like growing up, anytime you'd slap a woman, it'd be like, oh, you can't hit back. You can't hit back. And no one would even shame the woman. But now niggas, even women are like, nah, he should have beat that bitch. And I'm like, whoa. No, it's, it really it's people's is. morals are going out the window, bruh. bro. And it's like, bro, it's it's all this. You see, I have a conspiracy theory. You know what I'm saying? Drop that shit. Mm. 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 You know how you know how they say would say um in order for Jesus to come back, all four corners of the world or all corners of the world have to know about the word of God, right? We do though. I think in the hold on, hold age, on. There's no one who of course, know about it. of course. But what if Kanye yeah. is actually propelling that by spreading the word of God? Mm, quotes on quotes, because I I still think this Donda thing is kind of. But yeah, that's another Donda, conversation. Donda, 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 Donda. Donda. It's like it's Donda. like Donda. Donda. Wait, wait, wait. It's like um, it's like when um on the eighty five South show, and then uh, Chico ran up to to DC. He's like Jan 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 Jan. Jajan, 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 Jajan. Actually, like a crack addict. That was the weirdest thing. It's like, bro, if we were still in like 2010 or 2011, I know niggas would have had a whole entire Illuminati think piece about no. this thing. Because that you see, was weird, man. No, no, no. It's not even, it's not even think pieces now because people are now saying it. I see the tweets, but it's like people don't care anymore. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. People don't give yeah. two shits anymore. It's like the world is ending. It's like, do bro, we really care? Bro, bro, do you know? It's like, um, I think they call it relative destructionism or con- constructivism. It's like we're taking all the things that we held sacred and we're finding a way to 
deconstructs it just for pure fun because we have nothing else to do. Like the very things that uphold our society are just being deconstructed for fun. For an example, right? There's this thing called a, a, a predicated axiom. So it's something we hold true. Like it's a functional truth that is the basis for other truths. For example, the sky is blue. That's an axiom. So when we talk, we can be like, oh, blue skies, whatever. We don't even dispute that as a fact. There's two genders. That should be like, oh, there's two genders. Men and women do this and that. So we say men and women. We don't say, oh, there are two genders. We don't talk about the fact that there are two genders. We already established that. So we go on and say whatever statements. But even those things that we hold true, everything is being deconstructed. Like, hey, there's not two genders. There's this, this, and that. Like, no, women don't give birth. Hold on. Everyone can give birth. Like Hold on. Everything is just being questioned. It's a crazy. Hold on. I like how you it's crazy how people <laughs> it's crazy how people don't want to be known as something specific, but they want to push their own agenda. Bro, come on. Catch come that on. if you catch that. Come on. Come on. You You know what I'm saying? Sensational. 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 Nah, so many but people. Mm. No, that was a foul play. You know, that sounds like a big <laughs> one punchline. <laughs> Sensational. That's a big no. punchline still. It's- Bro, if I was if I was Big Sean, I, I would have said something about agenda gender. You know what I'm saying? How he like agenda gender. Uh, <laughs> no, man, that was cold. Still, that was cold. nah, bro. No, because honestly, cold. it's like okay, cool. It it was first. It's like first it was understand us. Now it's like okay, if you don't understand us, we ruin your life. And it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> we look no, at you like no, no, no. We're not even there anymore. We're at if you don't fuck me, I'll ruin your life. Because I'm, I'm hearing all types of, oh, if you don't get with a transgender woman, you're less of a man. Excuse me. Oh, hell no. Well, excuse me. Yeah. Who says that? It's so funny how consent works for everyone except men. Heterosexual men. Like, no one wants a heterosexual man anymore. I'm really No one wants a heterosexual shit. black man. Nah, even white dudes, man. White dudes are catching smoke. White dudes are kept, but it's fun to catch. It's fun to watch them catch smoke because of slavery. But yeah, and, yeah, and overall at, colonization. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we we're at a point. We're going to a point where, as men, no matter who enslaved who, we have common interests now because they're coming for yeah. all of us. They're going to come yeah. for that white man. When they've got the white man, they're coming for you. And our masculinity has been under the cosh for time. Because you know the age-old secret that in Hollywood, a black man always needs to do some filthy. Uh, feminine shit to get on I was mm. so disappointed when I saw Conway In a in the Alexander McQueen dress Bro, oh my god Bro the Young Jock had to do that and lose it. Bro, come on Like, like you said, 10 years on. ago There'd be whole thing pieces about how This is some evil plan Now no one cares No one cares And this is what I'm saying It's like this deconstructivism Like, every, like we are questioning the validity Of everything that is common sense Very soon people will be calling out gravity Saying gravity is a social construct And we need I'm to switch it off some of the, Bro, we are hearing some of the most ludicrous things And this is kind of the problem Where you allow everyone to have an opinion Because it, it's all good and well A uh, hundred years ago you, When you were dumb You were just dumb to you and whoever was the poor fool who had listened to you but now you're dumb to everyone and enough dumb people because most people are dumb enough dumb people are now coming together and they can put momentum behind their dumb ideas bro crazy bro understand it says when you go to school everyone's given the same textbook but some other people get 90 some other people fail that's literally what it is in the world the information is given to you it's just what you do with it 
what people are do with it. People are dumb. You see, like I've, I was talking to my sister this week, and I was like, you know, people are re- like people are seriously dumb out here. And there's when you step out and you say something logical, it seems like you're like the messiah. Like ah, wow, I've never thought of shit that way. But it's like no, it's oh, just, it seems God. logical. You know what I'm saying? That's one and two. That's a huge point. Like you, like just bling. That's one. Two, when you say something logical, you're damned as if you have judged and and called out pestilence upon the world. You'll say something just simple. There's only two genders. How dare you? Men can't give birth to children. How dare you? Women can't ejaculate sperm. Oh my God. How dare you? You've, you've. Held 666 devil, hail Satan, Antichrist things. How dare you? You can get cancelled for that. You can lose peas. You can lose your money for that. You can get your family put out on the street for saying something that is such a fundamental truth. And this is why we, this world of ours deserves to crash and die. Yeah, that's why. That's what I'm saying. Let's see. They're actually showing us why we deserve to die. Like why we, why we deserve for our civilization to end now. Because God is like, okay, guys, we, we, I gave you all some time, but now. Nah. <laughs> I gave you all 2,000 plus years, but nah. <laughs> uh, look, I love South Africans, but I hate our inability to reason properly. Like someone will say something completely valid and just because it disagrees with me, it's like, oh, I'm so like, I feel sick, fall off. And it's like, you will go back and forth with someone and soon as you chief them with a thing, they're like, I, the logic switches off completely. Especially when it comes to politics. You see, when it comes to politics, men don't want to hear about reform. They don't want to hear about phases. They don't even want to hear about programs or whatever. It's like, this person is doing this. I like this person. Therefore, everything they do is good. It's like such a cultist mentality. Go up against this guy. Even if you say something sane, like for an example, with this whole Zuma thing, if you even say, hey, Zuma is not clean. Ow, bro. They'll say, oh, but Ramaphosa, oh, but this and that and white people. I'm like, no, no, man. What is this? Have you not, have you not noticed that at all? It's a, it's a, it's a whole life thing when the South Africans, like we keep saying that South Africans are, we, we all work, or not we all, but most South Africans are just trend-centric and everyone has to do one thing at one time. If you're not part of it, then man. they're going to shame you for it. And it's like, yeah, you're not allowed man. to have your own opinions as, as a South African. Man. Like, that's one of the reasons man. why I wanted to start this podcast. Because it was like, shit, we need something for the intellectual South African. Whether it's, bruh, we're not saying anything too deep or too intellectual. But it's like, we don't want to hear about your story time. And then they're like, no. Your once story we're not, time and you know sex what I'm saying? and the same w- thing Once we're done speaking about story time, then we can move into politics. Like, bruh, I will do that in my own time. Because if I'm tapped Bro. into something else then I will go into that. I don't want to constantly wait for you guys to come back from where Jola 99. Um, what else do they watch? The Queen. I'm not going to wait for you guys to come back. You know what I'm saying? Generations. Generations. Anything they watch. Like, I'm tired of that shit. It's like, we are bottom tier. That's why. bro. We need mm. to be 100% real. We are, like, this is why we're consistently taken for a boost in the world. We always want to point to our politicians and our celebrities for acting the fool, but we have a culture of acting the fool. We are a foolish, we have, like, our culture has a lot of great stuff, but within it, it there's a spirit of stupidity and oh my gosh. and just, 
bro. And you see, the moment I talk about it and you talk about it now, now suddenly we are what's it, coconuts? We think we're better than the country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am. I am better than the country than the than the general public of the country because I can think for myself. I don't walk bro, behind another bro. man. It's just bro. that simple, Weibo. Bro, whether whether my bro. whether whether my English is fluent or not, I can think for myself. I know a lot of brothers whose English aren't fluent, but think for themselves. Are interested in the same things I'm interested in. They don't have to be. I love that, bro. They, they don't Showcase. have to be watching uh fucking or much love and all of that shit just they because you guys are watching it. I don't know what's going mm. on in these channels, bro. I really don't because why? I do it on purpose not to watch it. I don't find it interesting. Number I'm- one. But I used to watch stuff like Date My Family, but I'm over it. It's the same content over and over, made by the same people, made to keep us in over that mentality, oh, the street mentality. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always have to have these streets mentality. When I even look at um, Blackie's album, 031 Stand Up, KZN Stand Up, when I listen to Blackie's album, the two main songs that people like is the piano song, Siga, and, and the, um, yeah, that joint and hold. Okay, yes. And hold the emotional one. Why we love Umtjolo number one, but number two we love the one, um, the one genre of music that's on top. Trends. So it's a piano. We love trends. So we're gonna love that too. And I'm like, that was we so easy. Trends. But this Bushy. man traps, bro. Blackie traps, Blackie traps his heart bro, out, bro. Blackie. That man traps. Do you understand what trap bro, is? I can't remember what's the name of the song. David, um, the one where he's he's got the 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 the, the mask on his face with the other dude. Oh, um, uh, the one with Lucas Raps? I think so, bro. I can't remember the name of the joint. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I know that joint. The one with Lucas Raps. Bro, that's, that man yeah. was spazzing. Oh, man. Man is spazzing. Bro, that man can trap. You know what I'm saying? So now everyone is not going to listen to the trap part. Like, oh, like how they do to an SDC. They're like... um. No, that's not for me. Like that, his album is not for South Africans because he's Big time he's schlepper. Big time schlepper, yeah. Big uh, time schlepper featuring yes. Lucas Raps. Yeah, and I hate that. You see, you see what you just said. I hate that. Now we have to, we have to hold ourselves back. And this is exactly thing. South Africans mm. are the worst because when you are on the come up, when you're on the come up and you're trying to push the envelope and push the boundaries and get out of the box a little bit, they mm. are not going to. They'll be like, ah, we don't fuck with you. Do you no? You don't do it for South Africans. You think you're foreign. You think you're American. You think you're British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you go to UK and you make it on your matters, on your mad thing, when you go to man from the other end of the world, and you do your thing, then suddenly they want to come back and claim as well. And I'm like, where were you niggas at when I was shooting in the gym? Bitch, you were with me shooting in the gym. But now you want the spoils, and this is why I keep saying, bro, like, bro. I love South Africa, bro, but our people's minds, man, they ain't right. They're not right. But you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Always want to complain. Oh, but you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That's the problem. I I love the fact it just clicked to me now. It's like, bro, when, if, or when, no, when I make it monetarily in in terms of my finances and everything, when I make it, don't ask me for shit. But you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Bro, huh? When I was shooting in the gym, you were out here calling my shot whack. You're saying you should be shooting like the other niggas. You should be shooting like Ray John Rondo. You should be shooting like Demar Rosen. Now nah, I'm shooting like me. And when I finally get my shot right and I'm sinking three pointers, having a fifty point night every game, now you want to come around like you were in me in the gym working on my shot. Nah, no, bro. And if you think about it, bro, 
if you think about it, us as South Africans, we create our own problems, right? All the time. All like the fucking said, time. All the time. We create our own problems. We always complain, oh, they're always recycling the same celebrities for this, that, and the other. But do we not always flock to the same celebrities? Facts. Like, it's so tiring. It's like, how can a 40-year-old get a 20-year-old job and everyone look at it like it's normal? It's supposed to be the new, the latest, the youngest. You know what I'm saying? But We this always thing- want to flock to who's trending. We don't want to support mm. someone from the ground up. We want to flock to them when they're trending. And then we complain why we don't get opportunities where we're on the ground. It's because we have a culture of instant gratification. We want the person who's been there forever because it's right there. We don't want to build someone. We praise, something. we praise we ce- praise celebrity more than money. We just praise the we aspect praise, of being we praise a celebrity, celebrity and fame. We praise celebrity, we praise money, we praise celebrity, we praise money, we praise fame, but we don't praise excellence. Someone mm. can be damn good at what they do, but just because they're not popping like that, you're not gonna give them their props. We and just won, that, we just won golden um, Paralympic uh, shot. Uh, what long jump? I think just won gold. Yeah. Where, where's the where's the outroar? But then we want to call. Lofed's Bani um, Shakari for coming ninth. I don't care if she came ninth or not. We just won gold in the Paralympic events. The fuck you Bro, talking to you me know about? What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't even know that. See, I'm just as South African as everyone else. I just think that if we're, going to, if we're going to end up anywhere as a country and we're going to create a platform for young, small businesses, we need to change our mentality. Because people always complain, oh, the, the government's not making any jobs. Oh, the young people are starving and unemployed. And, but but when, you're, when your boy in the hood is starting something, you don't want to buy his shoes because they're not Nikes. You don't want to buy mm. his shirt because it's not a this and a that. But then when Tepo jeans is hot, now you suddenly want to, like be like oh i went to to to, to high school tip i knew Utep. like when i'm grinding now you don't want to buy my mixtape mm-hmm. but now that i'm nasty c now you'll be like oh i went to school with nasty c wow wow like bro hey, like, you need to hey, that. hey and we hear it all the time because we're here in durban oh my gosh yeah you know oh, how man. many people come and tell me what i know we used to chill no nasty not junior they call him by his name hey bro hey like yeah. bro they tried so much and that always makes me laugh because that junior that calls love that one like oh junior i'm like bro you don't know i'm like that i'm sure it's the same thing like with drake where the host call him aubrey, aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> call him aubrey bro. hey bro. but no bro. hey this is stupid no bro like wait let's just let's just finish this thing out man. yeah yeah i'm just saying that to this bro like to anyone who's south african listening to this think like we need to start thinking and stop being so emotional we always want to talk about emo- we are very emotional like we're very feminine society yes we can talk about patriarchy and black but we've the way we deal with things is extremely feminine and it's extremely emotional like when someone says something against you you want to shout over them or you want to be violent see we love to be violent but we never want to sit down and dismantle what they say with some logic and sound reason then we then we're shocked why we're such a violent society. Then we're shocked why we're such a dysfunctional society. We all contribute to this shit show that we're in. Yeah. I just want to cap this all off by saying men don't have the arsenal to be men anymore. Oh, the ass anal to be men anymore. Now they just because they're making the- a shit show out of it. Ooh. <laughs> we nice, bro. bro. Bruh, let's just let's just end it off there. 
bro. That was that was like an Olympic swan dive, bro. We don't need to do anymore. This whole synchronized swimming routine, bro. And with that, this was, this is, and this will always be the most sensational podcast on the world. Sensational. The what? The most this what? The, the most sensational, sensational podcast in the world. I'll say it for you one more time. The most sensational, sensational. podcast in the world. This was the let me mind explain. Ah, let me mind. Niggas, you, you went through the whole niggas. episode without mistakes, but now Uncle Ruckus, I know, do your thing. The nigga will use words he don't really know. Yo, man, Jesus. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Run it back, run it back, run it back. <laughs> This is the Let Me Mansplain podcast where everything, everything, everything goes. Just as long as you can mansplain it. Yeah, yo. <laughs> we go. Yeah, Let's get out of here. Cheers to everyone. Today was absolutely sensational. Sensational.